consider in the scriptures how the scriptures prove this these words to be true in the book of Jonah chapter 2 again I'm going to read verses 5 through 10 Jonah has been disobedient he has fled for the Lord Attempting to do what he wanted to do. And the Lord showed Jonah that he runs it and Jonah runs around in it. So Jonah speaks in verse 5 and he says, The waters can pass me about, even to the soul. The death closed me around about. The weeds were wrapped about my head. I went down to the bottom of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought me up my life from corruption, O Lord my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. And my prayers came in unto thee. 
into thine holy temple. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. But I will sacrifice unto thee with a voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. That is the verse I would like for us to look into other portions of scripture to show the truth and the validity of God's word in this matter. But let's go to the Lord word of prayer this evening. Our Father, this evening, I will say at least I am most thankful to be here. I am thankful, Father, for your traveling mercies that we're enabled to drive the miles that it took to get here. Tired, but yet, Father, rejoicing inside because I get to spend time with your people. I get to spend time in your word. Father, I pray that when this evening and when this conference is over, when we all say that it's been good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Father, for these people, this assembly, and all those that are represented. And I want to pray and ask for our brother Paul this evening that you would grant unto him the strength that is needful, that he might fulfill the task and the responsibilities and the duties that you have for him to accomplish until such times, Father, as you call him unto your reward as it stands according to your judgment and your dictates. Be merciful and forgiving for Christ's sake. Amen. Amen. Now again, as I said, we're not going to deal with those verses or those words, but I do want to read them again. Salvation is of the Lord. You know, if that word, if that was not true, there would be no salvation. Because you know something, I'm kind of like Kendall. I walk upstairs, right? Do my work. Thoughts and words cross my mind. And I realize, I have to confess, God forgive me, that those words entered my mind and may have even passed my lips, maybe silently. What I'm getting at is I can't save myself. I cannot deliver myself. I can't keep myself. But I'd like for us to look at four cases. The first two of those cases in validating Jonah 2 and 9 are dealing with accounts and dealing with encounters that two individuals had with the Lord Jesus Christ personally. The second two are encounters 
that individuals had with men called by God to preach the gospel. These four cases, number one is Zacchaeus, who had a personal encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. The second one being the Samaritan woman, who also had a personal encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. The second group is the Ethiopian eunuch. We had an encounter with an individual who was directed by the Spirit of God to go and to visit him. And the second in that group let me make sure I say the name right and that is Lydia. Lydia was a woman who the Lord sent someone to. And when that individual fulfilled his assignment, Lydia was a different person. Just as I trust every single one of us that know the Lord Jesus Christ this evening, that call ourselves saved sinners. We're different today than we were the first when we first knew of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the first thing I want to look at again is Zacchaeus. Luke chapter 19. And I was told that Troy is the clock keeper. So I'm going to keep this within the confines because I do not want Troy to exert himself and try and pick him, throw me off this podium. You can't do it, Troy. And I don't want you to try. Good to see Troy doing as well as he has been. And Gary, uh, I'm thankful to the Lord for looking at the two of you. You'd be pretty hard to throw off. Excuse me? You'd be pretty hard to throw off. You're bigger than I am. You keep saying that. Paul, I want to get, I'd like to get as small as you are. I got a doctor that wishes I was too, but we won't talk about that. But again, in the book of Luke, chapter 19, verses 1 through 10, And said that, and Jesus answered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was a chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature. And I'm not talking about you, Mark. And he ran before and climbed up in the, in the sycamore tree to see him. For he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, 
make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. The Lord Jesus Christ entered into this city, and just by chance, he rode or walked down this lane, and there was a man of little stature in this tree, and just by chance, the Lord looked up, and he called this individual by name, Zacchaeus. I want us to understand from this fact that our God knows who he is coming, seeking, and to save. You'll fact you will notice in verse 10, which we didn't read, I'm going to maybe cut some of my reading a little short for the sake of time. But it says, for the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Christ came looking for Zacchaeus. He knew Zacchaeus' name. He knew who this man was. He came that way because Zacchaeus was there. Did you think the day that you heard the gospel, that was an accident? It was not. It was purposed. Salvation is of the Lord. The Lord purposes the time, the place, and the means by which we are saved. Our salvation is sure because it is of a God that never fails. Not accidental. He does not just throw up names in the air and pull some out. In fact, we find that it says in the book of Revelation that names were written down for the foundation of the world. My name was written there. Gene Kiger's name was written there. Our salvation is more sure than the rising and setting of the sun. Because the rising and the setting of the sun is sure because of God's power. He calls Zacchaeus by name. And you'll notice that Zacchaeus was not an insignificant individual. He was the chief of the publicans. And he happened to be rich. He was a bit of an honorable individual. Because he told Christ, there's things that I've done that I should not have. I tried to correct them. I tried to do something about them. But you know, that didn't mean anything. We can go to Christ and tell all that we have done, all we want to do, all that our good intentions are. It doesn't matter. Our good intentions don't amount to a hill of beans. Our salvation is not based on what we do. 
that's based on what the Lord did and does. Amen. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. You know, we might think of lost as just misplaced. But the word lost means to be destroyed. The lost man is not just misplaced. He's not just in the wrong place. When he fell, when he fell in sin in his foreparents, he fell completely. When we talk about total depravity, we talk about it as total and completely. We are destroyed. We need to be saved. We need to be healed. We need to be made anew. This is God's doing, not ours. The Samaritan woman. Find this in the book of John. Chapter 4. I wanted to consider... Verses 1 through 7. When therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus had, had baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself baptized not but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee. And he must need go by, go through Samaria. There cometh into the city of, of, of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the partial of the ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Just therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well. And it was about the sixth hour. And there cometh a woman of Samaria to dry water. Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink. Skip down to verse 10. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God and who it is that saith unto thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldst have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. Amen. This lady, when it was all said and done, when all the encounter was finished, this woman believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The Lord Jesus Christ pointed out all of her sin. And I said, where's your husband? I have no husband. He said, well. I believe you had five. Hence you now have is not your husband. Because salvation is of the Lord. Our sin does not prevent us from being saved. The Lord Jesus Christ delivers us from all of our sins. This woman was religious. She considered 
the Messiah, where he was to come, when he was to come. How God is worshipped, where God is worshipped. She compared the Samaritans to the Jews. You do this, we do that. Christ again said, that's of no significance. That means nothing. Salvation of the Lord. And those that worship the Lord must worship him in spirit and in truth. Location doesn't matter. Salvation of the Lord. He told this woman everything. And what did she do? She went back home and she told the people. I met a man that told me everything that I'd done. Notice verse 39 through 42. John 4, 39 through 42. And many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman was testified. He told me all that I ever did. So the Samaritans were come unto him. They besought him that he would tarry with them. And he abode there two days. And many more believed because of his own words. And said unto the woman, Now we believe not because of thy saying. For we have heard him ourselves and know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Why? Because salvation is of the Lord. I would behoove anyone this afternoon or this evening that wonders, can I be saved? You most certainly can. If the Lord's placed upon your heart to be saved, come. That invitation is not arbitrary. It is not trivial. It is indeed a serious invitation. And you're as sure as Zacchaeus and this woman and all those others that were saved that day. You can be as well. The second group, the Ethiopian eunuch and Lydia. First, Acts chapter 8. And again, for the sake of time, I'm going to try and cut the reading a little bit short. Let's read verse 26 of Luke, of, of Acts chapter 8. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise, and go toward the south, unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went. And behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority from Candice, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure, had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot, read Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said unto him, said unto Philip, go near. And join thyself to this chariot. Philip ran thither to him. And heard him read the prophet Isaiah. 
He said, understandest thou what thou readest? He said, how can I except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip, and he would come up and sit with him. And the place in the scriptures which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb dumb before his shears, so opened he not his mouth. And the humiliation, his uh, in, the humili- in his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who should declare his generation? For his life was taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip, and said, I pray thee, of whom speakest the prophet? This, of himself, or of some other man. And Philip opened his mouth, and began the same scriptures, and he preached unto him Jesus. The first two, the first two people were direct contact with Christ. But the Lord uses other means as well. He used the means of feeble, sinful men like us. Women like us. Children like us. If that's what he purposes to use. But Philip did not just go join himself to that chariot because he wanted to. He was directed. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go. Verse 29. Then the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. Arbitrary? No. Accidental? No. Purposeful? Most assuredly. When I was saved, I was in Riverside, California, in the Air Force. And yeah, Kendall, they talked as bad in the Air Force as they did in the Navy. And the Lord placed something on my heart. He led me to realize I have no power over the wicked one. I need deliverance. I need victory over the power of Satan. He sent one. He put both of us in a room that we had both passed through constantly. But on one particular day, I sat down in that room. And I talked to him and said, I have a problem. What can I do? And Dave began at that question and preached unto me Jesus. Not accidental. Purposeful. Go join yourself. And Philip was obedient. Philip was obedient. Our we are you as obedient as we ought to be. I'm not going to ask anybody to answer that question for themselves, to me. 
Because I have to ask myself the same question. I wonder over the years how disobedient, how many opportunities did I not take to preach Christ? That someone else might be saved like I was. Folks, it behooves us. People are dying. Now, we're not going to prevent them from being saved. Because if we don't do it, someone else will go. But why don't we go? Are we afraid? Are we afraid they won't believe? That's not our question. That's not our business. Our business is to go. Be about the Father's business. Lydia. Acts chapter 16. Verses 9 through 15. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia. And prayed him saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision immediately, he endeavored to go into Macedonia. Assuredly gathered that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. Who did? Assuredly gathering the Lord had called us for this purpose. And most assuredly he had. Therefore loosing from Troas, we came with a straight course to Samrathka. I I can't pronounce the word, I'm not going to try again. And the next day, to Napoleus, and from there to Philippi, with the chief city in that part of Macedonia, in a colony. We were in that city, abiding certain days, and on the Sabbath we went we went out to the city by a river, or by a riverside where prayer was wont to be made or was traditionally made. This was a practice in this particular place. And we sat down and spake unto the women which resorted thither. And a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple of the city of Thyatira, was worshiping God, heard us, whose heart the Lord opened, the things which were spoken of Paul. The Lord, whose heart the Lord opened. And when she was baptized in her household, she besought us, saying, If thou, if ye have found, have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come in to my house and abide there. And she constrained us. Place where prayer was wont to be made. Paul went to the place where prayer was traditionally made. But why did Paul go? Because he was assured that the Lord was in this. The Lord was in it. It appears, though, as I read this, Lydia was the only one that was affected by Paul's preaching. It only mentions this one. In the other case, 
when the Lord spoke to the Samaritan woman, others were affected. In Lydia's case, it was only her. I'm going to surmise, I'm going to conclude from that. It's not about our numbers. It's about what the Lord purposed to do at the time and place for the individual. Our salvation is personal. Our salvation is individual. Our salvation is of the Lord. This evening, have you been running from the Lord? Has the Lord touched you? Or have you heard of salvation? The need for salvation. And you felt maybe you didn't need to, to be saved. You do. Maybe you believe that you can't be saved. You can. Salvation of the Lord, folks, is not up to me, not up to Paul, not to any man in here. Salvation is sure. You can most assuredly, you come unto Christ. As many as come unto me, I shall in no wise cast out. The door's wide open. If you go to hell, it will not be my fault. It will not be the Lord's fault. It will be yours. Because salvation is of the Lord. One person. At a time. Amen. Brother Paul. Thank you.